And welcome to Rediscovering Your Passion and Purpose with Patty. I am your host, Patty Stulen, and I am the Chief Pathfinder of Pathways with Patty. Today is another exceptional day right here with our guest. Today's guest is Monique Pearson. She is the CEO of Soaring Without Limits Enterprise, S-W-O-L-E, and prof- Professionista, a travel logist that specializes in assisting women to alter their mindset to turn their travel fantasy into reality. She is living her best life by helping individuals via her charity organization, Pro, Pro I'm, God, you're going to help me with this one when we get started here, Moni, Professionista, I love that word, by the way, assisting women with their mental health with her PTSD retreat. Making an impact on this world is how she would like her dash to read. Monique, it is a pleasure to have you here and to learn more about being a professionista and a travelologist, because especially the travelologist, because as we were just talking, travel is truly a passion of mine. Welcome to the show today. I'm excited to have you as a guest. Well, I am so happy to be here, Patty. Thanks for having me. How are you doing today? I am doing fabulous. It is Friday. It's a long weekend. No complaints here. So definitely excited to be here and have our have our chat. Awesome. Well, let's get into how you uh, discovered or rediscovered your passion and purpose by sharing with our audience your story of your challenges and obstacles and how you found a way to heal and deal with it. Okay. Well, I think I was fortunate to find my passion at a young age. Pretty much since 10 years old, I knew that I wanted to travel and see the world. Um, I grew up and was born and raised in upstate New York. Um And I knew that there had to be more to life than what I saw in my immediate town. So for me, that initial gateway was joining the military at 18, right out of high school. um, Thank you for your service. I'm going to put that out there right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes, my honor. Um, So within that first year, I was sent off to Korea. And after that, Germany and then several uh, stations in the United States, of course, in deployments. So that really solidified for me that that dream that I had as a young girl at 10, I I just loved it. And that was the initial gateway to get me started um, as, far as, as far as traveling. And then after mm-hmm. that, I um, became a contractor in the Middle East. So I did a year in Kuwait, two years oh in Iraq. Gosh. Um, so wow. I have been traveling nonstop, I will say the past 20 plus years. Uh, Good for after, you. Yeah, I lived um, in Italy for three years, um, 2016 to 2019. So I just knew that that is what lighted up my spirit. That is what made me feel the most happiest, being able to have those new experiences and new cultures. Um, so I'll zip forward to the pandemic as to how um, Soaring Without Limits came to be, I realized that I was working, I was existing, but I was not operating in my passion and purpose. And Mm -hmm. for me, it had to involve travel. So I was like, how can I take all this experience that I've had, um, all the journeys that I've done, all the lessons I've learned, 
um, regarding travel and be able to share it with another woman. So that was the premise for Swole, that realizing I wanted to be able to do every single day what lit my soul up. And mm-hmm. to be able to share that experience with a woman who may not have had the opportunity to uh, use a, have a passport, knew what needs to go into getting it and what she needed to know to travel outside the country. I was like, I want to do that. Mm. Uh, so that was the motivating spirit for uh, me creating the business. And alongside of that, professionista, that is mm-hmm. how you say it. Mm. Okay, professionista. <laughs> my, my charity organization, I form both at the same time. Um, so the premise for a professionista is to help disfortunate, uh, displaced women, um, those who may have been suffering from domestic violence, those who may have been victims of sex trafficking, um, who are just now getting back on their feet. And what we do is we offer them and give them professional clothing, attire, in order to be able to go back into the workforce um, Mm -hmm. and feel confident within themselves. I also have a network of ladies who pour into them as far as as unofficial mentors um, regarding their professional interests that you're interested in. So I believe that to whom much is given, much is required. So as much as I love to pour into the business, I also love equally as much pouring into my financial efforts as well. So that is how both came to be. So uh, when you were growing up, did your family, did your family do any kind of travel uh, to kind of set that in motion or that was just something because you went into the service where it really came true that you, how much you love to travel? No, I knew that I wanted to do it, even though I never done it. We did okay. like family. There's a family of four. So of course, you know how that is with four kids, six people trying to buy plane tickets. So we, our family vacations were where we could drive to. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. wanted to see more than the cold and the snow because I hated it. So I just remember <laughs> always asking, can we please move to Florida? <laughs> so yeah, I just knew that there was like more to the world and I was just, jumping to get out there and see it so it was just something embedded in me at a young age mm-hmm. well i i know uh because we do share that passion uh of travel uh this is a question that i get all the time so i'll ask you the question too is there any place that you have been that you have liked the best or the most and why is that oh i get that asked a lot i can't limit it to one place so uh the I will say my top two to date have been Bali. Mm. Um, reason being, out of all the countries that I've been to, I have never entered a country as soon as I touched the soil, felt an overwhelming sense of peace. Like mm. it just enveloped me. I have never had that experience out of any country that I've been to. Um, just for that alone, that inner um, connection that I felt there, that opportunity to reflect and then just how beautiful it is as far as the lushness that one's definitely uh probably number one closely followed by thailand mm. um thailand i just love i had the, just a plethora of the temples and the artwork and then just the culture it was just like a smorgasbord of <laughs> of new of newness and activities and uh adventures like one just going 
to Tiger Kingdom and being able to pet tigers and oh my take pictures with them. Just oh. that was the extremity of new experiences. I, I'm that person. Like I want to do something that most people probably would never do. Wow. So that, yeah. Well, I, I, I understand how you hesitate to say that there's been a favorite because that's exactly your response is exactly how mine is, because what I have found every place that I have traveled, whether it's here in the United States or outside mm -hmm. of the United States, I find something good and positive in every place I go, whether it's uh, something that I saw there, something that I got to do there, something I ate there, people that I met there. Right. I've been very, very blessed in, in all of my journeys and in all of my adventures that to try to pick a favorite, like you said, there's some things that stand out a little bit more, but mm -hmm. to have to really say, oh, this was definitely the best. I'm actually, right. I feel good that my response is that I wouldn't be able to pick one that that lets me know I must be doing something right with where I'm going and how I am traveling once I'm there right that's sounds like you're connecting with being I think that is a part of honoring your truth doing what you would like to do what you feel would resonate with your desires versus following the trends or just going along with what people suggest so yeah I think this stands true so when when people, you know, when they want to come and see you as a travelologist, and let's say they are somebody who, you know, they've barely gotten it out of their little part of the world, how do you begin to work with them and what is it that you do? Okay, so first I do try to get a sense of what their desire is. I try to get a sense of what have you experienced so I can know where to start. Um, mm -hmm. I also want to know what are your fears, because I feel that that is definitely something that you need to know and address in order to give them the confidence and empower them to let them know, hey, this is a fear, but this is how we're going to tackle this. This is our plan. This is how we're going to make sure that you are comfortable um, to make sure that you feel safe and make sure you feel secure and make sure that you feel knowledgeable um, in order to go to wherever it is that you would like to go. So I pretty much start there with that baseline. And uh, depending on that client's some of them I may recommend as far as accompanying me on a group trip, at least to get them started. Mm, if they're mm -hmm. a, truly a novice, I think there's power in numbers um, and a lot of women feel more comfortable um, if there is other people who they can relate to. If there's mm -hmm. other newbies on the trip, I can be like, hey, I have another lady. She's just like you. She's never been there. So it's a different approach depending on how much experience they have, if there's a fear there that needs to be overcame. So I would say there's not a cookie cutter answer. And mm -hmm. that is the beauty of how I like to work with each person individually to make sure that I am giving you the best experience that you can have. And and with those experiences, do they include like cruises and land tours, you know, either or, or uh, do you specifically work with, you know, whether they or or if they wanted it, is it basically whatever it is that they would like or they desire that you? Help well, them? my um preference and niche is land tours more so than cruises. Okay. I really haven't had or really doesn't. I pretty much uh, refer away cruises. I do have one currently coming up, but it's a little bit unique because she's doing a European cruise, and then mm -hmm. the rest of the leg will be in. Europe. So wow. I was like, okay, that's still in my niche. But if you're just a person who just wants to go on a cruise, then I typically will outsource that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Now, now in, in both of those areas, with you being a, a professionista and a travelologist, those are both areas that are about helping and assisting others. Is that something that has always been a, a part of you since you were little? Uh, you know, where and when did all of this this passion come from from helping others? I would say when I was little, I think because I was a very introverted, uh, very quiet to myself type of person. I think as I grew into myself, definitely in the military, um, mm -hmm. you have no choice. You're, that's embedded in you as um, far as teamwork and partnership. And then of course, once you become um, in a leadership or supervisor position, that's what you do all day. Mm -hmm. um, so I think at that point, which will be at young adulthood from 18 um, through my 20s is when that was uh, developed in me, um, starting with the military. Then, of course, continuing on as um, a Department of Defense contractor, I was still of service uh, to the military, but not necessarily in active duty in the uniform anymore. Mm -hmm. So so through, through all of your life so far, um, have there been challenges that you have met and obstacles uh, that have come your way? And if so, uh, did you ever lose your passion and purpose at some point in your life's journey? Yes, I would say one of the very first major disappointments that I can say or obstacles or challenges that I faced um, was at the conclusion of my military career. Um, I still wanted to serve and be in the uniform, so to speak. I wanted to be a federal police officer. Mm. Unfortunately for me, that did not play out. All of those doors was closed and I was not selected. Um, so I think that was the first time having to deal with something that I really wanted and not being able to get it. I'm mm -hmm. used to being able to set my mind, set the course. If there's a goal or something I want to accomplish, um, to be able to make that happen. So I think I was a little lost in trying to find my direction and what would be my place in the world now that this chapter has closed. So hence, that is how I actually ended up um, going overseas uh, as a contractor to try to figure out what's next for me. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes I think we may have those moments where we do not know what is next? And I just want to encourage the listeners who may be there to show yourself grace, to give yourself time to be able to do that reflection, that self-discovery work that we may have to have a plan B or a detour in order to get us back full circle uh, to where you may need to be. Uh -huh. I definitely think we need to leave that little bit of flexibility uh, when it comes to life. It may not always go to plan. Mm -hmm. So when you when you knew you wanted to go into the military or like you just told us about, you know, you wanted to to be a police officer in the military and that didn't pan out. But each time that you you were discovering that, OK, I, I want to do this or I, I would like to try that or I want to take this on. Were there people uh, along your journey who, as I like to say, were yucking your wow? And if so, how did you respond to those people? Okay, when you say yucking your wow, does that mean far as they were opposed or were they supporting? They they weren't supportive. They they were like, well, why do you want it? Why would you want to do something like that? You know, how about if you do this instead? Instead of being encouraging and supporting, they were they were basically putting down your thoughts and ideas about what you wanted to do. Oh well, I've had that from the gate. 
<laughs> my mom did not want me to go into the military. She mm -hmm. wanted me to go into college. So she <laughs> pretty much had everyone in my family and my peer group come to me and try to talk me out of it. But that's when I believe that far as sometimes you have to make sure that you're the captain of your own ship mm. and own far as your choices and stay true to what yourself is telling you. In that case, I think I was like, no, I don't care what you guys think. This is what I'm going to do. And if it fails or if I fall or if it's not successful, I will own that. But I have to give myself an opportunity to follow my own path. So I think a lot of times you may have to block out those naysayers, those people who feel that they know what is best for you in order to stay true to yourself. Uh, so yeah, even during that experience with the um, police officer thing, of course I had these like, well, that didn't work out, just do this. So I just like, no, I kept trying again. <laughs> then after that, I went to, <laughs> I went to border patrol school. So I've had like a lot of different detours in life until I figured out my path. So mm -hmm. that's why it's like a lot of us see the success at the end, but you don't know what that person had to go to go through mm -hmm. in order to get to that final destination. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say being a person who took all of these detours in life, um, I definitely would show grace when a lot of people have gap years or they're just like, I'm trying to figure myself out because I believe in doing what is going to make you happy, what you feel is apart in alignment with your pur purpose and definitely what you're passionate about. I think that's truly, truly important. And, and I mean, what a what great way to describe that because we all know there's going to be the naysayers or the people that aren't going to support us. But if you know deep down in your soul and in your heart that this is what you want to do, don't let those naysayers stop you. I mean, continue yeah. to go through. And, and if they are truly someone who is meant to be a part of your life and be a part of your su support system, they will work with you, whatever that thought or idea is. I mean, yeah. I know it's good every so often with my friends. It's like, okay, plain devil. I'll say, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Not that I'm yucking their well. I'm just going to twist a little bit just to, just so they get an idea. But if that's what they want to do, especially, you know, uh, being an educator. So first of all, so many of my students had no clue about what they wanted to do after yeah. high school, let alone what they were going to do this coming weekend type of thing. Um, <laughs> but But even when they did know what it was, I saw so many people say, oh, why would you want to go do that? You know, blah, 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 blah. I would never, ever do that to a student because I was so excited when I would find those that would say, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that because so many of, of them are so lost already. They don't even know what they want to do. So, right. so planting those seeds of encouragement and stuff, even though that may not turn out, be a supporter, mm -hmm. not a naysayer. I agree. We have enough naysayers in the world. So if your direct circle is a part of the people who are supporting you, who are you going to get your support from? Mm -hmm. So that's why I was like, if it's not something that's going to kill them or put them in jail or prison, how is that going to hurt you to show a sign of support or ask yeah. a question? How's that coming? That can mean the world uh, to mm -hmm. especially a young person starting out. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So what would you say is uh, probably the best piece of advice that anyone has ever given you? Hmm.
I think, I don't know if I would say advice per se for my case. Um, I think, well, I guess it could always be spend as advice um, to not sell myself short. Mm. Um, I think a lot of times I may not have seen what I was capable of, but other people can see it. Mm-hmm. And I've had that happen time and time and time again since I was young um, to not write that off. That sometimes mm-hmm. we may not be able to see something within ourselves because we're too close, of course, to ourselves. And most times we focus on the negative before we look at the positive. And somebody who has that two-yard reflective dash of you, be able to see that. I say don't discount that and don't sell yourself short or mm-hmm. write yourself off. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times we're guilty of that. So that is something that took me a while to grow into as mm-hmm. far as um, not seeing myself for being the awesome person that I am, always mm-hmm. discounting mm-hmm. um, or downplaying who I was. So I would say far as for those, I think this culture now in this age, they're like way ahead of the game when it comes to self-esteem, self-confidence mm-hmm. and the affirmations. Um, I don't think more so I've had that in my uh, generation. So um, that's one thing I would think I would say far as a, was a good word of advice that I, it took me a long time to heed to. Well, and I love when you just mentioned about uh, those people that uh, that could see a bigger picture for you than you could see for yourself, because that really made me reflect upon, uh, you know, when I'm in college and people would mention things to me that weren't even originally on my radar of thinking. Right. And, and, that, and that happened all throughout my life that you know i mean even including this this podcast of mm-hmm. you know when when 2023 started that was that was never anything this was never anything on my radar but uh for me and my faith i know that that god places people uh in our lives at different times of our lives and for specific reasons and right. it just seemed that uh for the few first few months of this year beginning of this year these people kept saying, Patty, you should do a podcast. Oh my gosh, you'd be great with a podcast. And the more you hear that, then I start right. envisioning and I'm I'm starting to think, well, wouldn't that be cool? But, yeah. but the point being, it's important to have people in our support system, or as my pastor calls it, an oikos, the eight to 10, eight to 10 people in the front row of your, of your life to mm-hmm. to be able to help you to think in, in big terms to think right. in, in ways that you 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 didn't even you didn't even know and so by what you just said with your your words of advice that's what you allowed people to help you think bigger than what you were thinking for yourself yep i co-signed that message wholeheartedly and can definitely relate to it and that's why i think it's so important when it says as far as who are you connected to because i think that'll show you exactly where you're going or will not go based off of those connections Mm -hmm. um so yes that's the same thing that happened to me like i would never have been here uh before you on a podcast i was a person who never wanted to speak i always wanted to be behind the scenes supporting and uh, clapping for everyone else and stay mm-hmm. hidden. Um, so yeah, that's why I said it. it was someone else saw me like, I can see you being a public speaker. I can see you writing a book. And I used to be like, what? what? I'm not. So yeah, all of those things they saw, they seen slowly but surely have come to pass. So yes, I definitely can resonate with that. So have, have you started to write a book or have you written a book? 
I've written on my first one. It is called Take That Trip Girl, the Ultimate mm-hmm. Bucket List Journal. Um, that was my first one, my uh, baby. Of course, I will always be the first. And I'm going to be also a part of an anthology project that's going to be dropping this fall called Joy 365, um, Joy Restoration. It's 365 author- authors, a different one for each day. Um, it's a devotional with prayers, short stories, words of encouragement to help everyone along their way and bring some light into the world. So that's going to be launching this fall. That is very cool. How exciting. And and what, um, how do you find, do you find the writing process uh, cathartic, something therapeutic for you? Oh, yeah. I think since I was a young girl, that was my way, especially being a person who didn't talk, um, that was my way of talking. I talked mm-hmm. to the paper. So I would get my feelings out. I would get my emotions out. Whatever I felt that I couldn't articulate, I would write it down on paper. So for me, that was always a way of outward expression. Mm-hmm. And, and and you're in writing the book and being a part of this 365, you're not only then helping yourself therapeutically, but now you're reaching out and being able to help others as well. Right. So what started as a form of helping me, now I see it as how can I take what I've learned to be able to help somebody else Mm -hmm. um, who may not have found their way yet. So that is very important to me um, to not just retain and have this information and knowledge, but to be able to share it and be a blessing to somebody else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. So what would you say that you are passionate about personally and professionally? Well, of course, travel is always going to be at the top of the list. <laughs> um, and then I would definitely say as far as making an impact, um, that is very important to me is how many people have I been able to touch? How many people have I been able to help or be of service to? Um, so that is why I'm pretty much starting this um, inaugural PTSD Um, retreat for women who Mm. suffer from PTSD. I know we have a lot of emphasis on um, males and men and especially our service persons, uh, service people, male and women, but um, looking at statistics, four out of 100 women, I mean, excuse me, eight out of 100 women suffer from PTSD versus four out of 100 men. Um, Women are more than likely to suffer um, from PTSD than men. Um, so that was something that I feel is definitely near and dear to my heart. Um, and I will do you, continue. Do you suffer from PTSD, PTSD, if I can ask that? I don't have PTSD. I just have a depressive mood uh, syndrome. So, but I know many of my friends and fellow service members um, mm-hmm. who I've served with who do have PTSD um, mm-hmm. and the effect that it has had on them. So I just feel like that was something that I can relate to. Um, that I'm familiar with and would be a lane that I can um, serve in. Oh my gosh. Yes, most definitely. Uh, going back real quick to travel uh, with that being such a passion, what are, what are the future uh, uh, adventures of travel that you are looking forward to doing? Where, where, where is it you still really want to get to and experience? I still haven't, have not been to yet. On the top of my list is Australia. Oh. Mm, yes. Yes, that has been on the list for a long time. So that needs to happen in the next uh, three years. But the next uh, travel plans that I have are that I'm going to be hosting next year. We're going to go to Japan and then the following year to Maldives. 
Um, so wow. those are the next uh, plans for 24 and 25. So the, so you put together groups of people that you will take to those mm -hmm. locations? Yep. Each oh, year yeah. I host one trip that I actually uh, attend with the group. Um, and then the rest of the year I'm planning for everyone else uh, for their respective trips. But yes. Okay, you and I are going to have to talk about that because I know I would love to join you uh, on one of your adventures. We'll talk later on that. But anyways, and those of you out there listening, uh, you could bet that you'll there'll be a link at the end here that you can get a hold of Monique and she can uh, tell you more about that. But um, back on track here because I, I can get sidetracked by that altogether. <laughs> I know it's not hard to get <laughs> caught up. <laughs> um, so what would you say is your purpose personally and professionally? Um, my purpose, as I stated, I think you read in my end, I found that I am very good at helping people to alter their mindsets. I'm an encourager, I'm a supporter, and I'm good listener, which helps you to be able to get to the root of people's issues and be able to help them to see through to the other side. Um, so I say unofficially, I consider myself a mindset coach. Um, mm. is being able to empower women to see beyond their current circumstances or to see more into themselves that they thought they were capable of, just like people have served and done for me. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So you're paying it forward, just like people paid it forward for you. Yes, 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 indeed. It's a beautiful like, it's deeper than travel to me. So I know what everyone thinks is, oh, she just plans trips. I was like, no, like I really have like... Uh, unofficial counseling sessions with these women because they have so many fears trepidations but I just love when they come back and like Monique I'm so glad I went I got this I did this that I never thought I can do and, and mm -hmm. that is what I do this for mm -hmm. um, so help them resonate to see like you are capable of so much more if you allow yourself a chance to see what you're capable of you're empowering these women yeah so that's what something I would definitely say um I would be known for. Wow. So what would you say is your superpower? <laughs> my superpower? Uh, my superpower is I have very, uh, there's very little that I'm fearful of. Mm -hmm. I'm really uh, a person who believes in facing your fear. I do not like uh, to have a fear have that power over me. So anything that I've typically been afraid of, I do it just to prove that I'm capable so, yeah, I will say that that would be my superpower that I don't allow fear to hold me hostage. You you have determination. <laughs> you go, so, girl. Yeah. Excellent. So how are you as uh, how are you living your best life? Or as I like to say, how are you living your best dash? Oh, I'm presently doing it. As soon as I made that decision. Um, in 2020 that I was no longer just going to go to work every day and come home and be able to operate in my gifts. Me being able to work and help women every day um, with Swole, me being able to be of service with Professionista. And then of course now I'm just super excited to see in June these 10 women come together and how they're going to be served for this retreat. So I'm doing it and I just look forward to continuing to grow in that regard is growing my dash as far as how I can take this even further and be of service and make that impact. 
And I mean, your dash is going to carry on uh, way after you because the things that you are doing and things that you are establishing and developing are are things that that empower people, especially women. And I see that as being something that will go on long after you are no longer here physically. So congratulations to you for for creating several several uh I don't want to call it professional developments for people uh -huh. that will enrich and empower them. That is awesome. Oh, thanks, Betty. I'm looking forward to it. That's why I was like, when I hear those that come back like this really helped me, then I was like, yes, mama Mark. So yeah, that does my heart well. Mission accomplished, right? Yes. Okay. Are there, are there any final thoughts or words of wisdom that you would like to share with our audience? Hmm. Ladies, I would say uh, take an assessment. Where are you at today? Are you happy? Are you living a purpose-driven life? And if not, what can you do to change that? We don't have do-overs when it comes to life. We only have one opportunity. So make sure that you're living your best life so that your dash can read how you would like it to read. It's never too late to redirect those energies into your passion, into your purpose, and be that woman who you always wanted to be. Ooh, my gosh, that was really good. Wow, that, that was excellent. Thank you so much, Monique, for being my guest today. You are an inspiration. Uh, you are filled with hope and joy and motivation. And I know that our uh, audience today, whether they're watching us on YouTube or listening on one of our podcast formats, uh, they can feel the, the warmth and love and passion and purpose that you have. And I cannot thank you enough for being here today. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, Patty, being able to speak with you today and connect with the listeners. Now, I know that there's going to be several people that once they get here to the end of the conversation, they're going to want to know, <laughs> all right, how do I connect with Monique? I want to talk with her. So what are some of the ways that they can find you and uh, be able to connect with you? Okay, sure. My website is www.soaringwolimits.com. Same thing as far as standing for Soaring Without Limits to Business. You can reach me on my Facebook business page at Soaring Without Limits. Um, uh, same thing for I, um, Instagram, um, Soaring Without Limits Enterprises. I'm on LinkedIn as Monique Pearson. So those will be all the ways that you can get in touch with me. Wonderful. And uh, for those of you that already know, and those of you that don't know, in the description on YouTube and our other podcast formats, you will see in the description the links that Monique just mentioned. They are right there. So as soon as you are done with this episode, go to the link and then you'll have direct access to Monique. And you can ask her all the questions you want about whether it's travel, pro, uh, professionista, uh, the PTSD uh, retreat, all of those things, and so much more, I already know that you will want to contact her. So once again, thank you, Monique, so much for your time and being here and inspiring me and inspiring our audience. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thanks, Patty. And for those of you out there listening, remember to subscribe and follow this podcast. Invite your family and friends and anyone else that you know would be inspired uh, by the stories, just like Monique's that you just heard. I would love for you to do that and uh, know that each to each Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time when these uh, podcasts launch, that you will be one of the first to be able to hear these inspiring stories. Uh, I would absolutely love you to follow and uh, subscribe to it. And don't forget to check out my website at www 
pathwayswithpatty.org and sign up for a Zoom chat with me or to get my Pathway to a New Beginning Roadmap. And if you would like to uh, possibly be a guest on the podcast, that's also the same link that you can touch to get in touch with me and uh, we can get together and find out if you can be just like Monique here and inspire lots of people with your motivation, your passion and purpose. So until we meet again, continue to live your best dash and know that life's an adventure and I want you to enjoy the journey because your life matters. Thank you for joining us today and may God bless you all.